Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. I don't get it podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the I Don't Get It podcast. I'm Ashley I. And I'm here with my sister Lauren and Naz, as always. And today we have a special guest in studio with us. And it's Chris Cupcake Strandberg. And I'm a little bit nervous and intimidated right now because he has an, a tablet. <laughs> um, and it has notes for our topic today. And uh, Chris, I don't know how comfortable you are talking about how we came up with this topic. Do you want to explain? Uh, yeah, I definitely think we should talk about it. Okay, okay, because I, I know at the time you were like, let's like, well, we, we don't not to, expose this to the world. We don't and have then to expose I was everything like, to the world. Yeah, because I have a tendency of doing this. No shit, two podcasts, <laughs> couple shows. Well, what is the topic? I okay, don't get So what. basically, we're in Mexico. I was like having an emotional day. You know, what else is new when in Mexico? Um, <laughs> and he was like, you like older guys? And I'm like, not really. I'm like, as a 29-year-old, I'm not really looking for anyone above 35. And he was like, well, I don't know if you're going to find anyone if you're looking in that like section of guys right now. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, the guys that you'd like, like the ones that are, you know, well put together, professional, attractive, like they got the whole package, they... They're not going to be ready. Are not going to be ready to get married until they're 40. And then they're going to be looking for 30-year-olds. So if you're looking to get married in the next couple years, you should probably start dating way up. And I still don't feel very good about this. But it's been something I've thought about for the past like week and a half now. So I'd like you to explain why. And I also love that we have here because I don't get why guys are waiting so long to commit. Yeah. Like there's like, like I date older. I date guys that are 10 years older than me and they're still just like hanging out, throwing birthday parties for themselves. It's like and I'm way like, more go fun to be with a, a lovely lady. Go start a family, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. what, what do you, do you mean it's doing? more fun to be? It's oh, more it's, fun to be it like is. one woman. Come home. You do it. You, she cooks. You, you eat. You sleep. You have sex. And like, that's it. Yeah. It's, we never understand you know, whenever we are like ghosted or stood up or anything like that, we don't get why would a guy rather hang out with his bros than come home, hang out with us. We talked about on the twins podcast. We were like, all we want to do is eat with you, snuggle and suck your dick. What's yeah. so, what, what's so <laughs> bad about that? Why would you choose to hang out somewhere other than that place? Right. We don't get why guys don't commit. <laughs> so Chris, we are going to throw it to you. Luckily, I have all the answers <laughs> in this report. <laughs> this, is ter- this is literally Is terrifying. this copy and pasted notes that you've selected from the internet or is this an actual report? 
There's some copy-paste from Google. There's some stream of consciousness down here. Okay. <laughs> some philosophy. Okay. All right, well, tell us your thoughts. Well, like, first what of do you all, think? Ashley starts freaking out because she's like, that's my dad. Like, <laughs> yeah. that is gross. Or she's all I forgetting think of is, how old our dad is. He's, you 40, remember he's 61. People, right. So... Like take a look at take a look at the uh, show that we're watching, The Bachelorette. We've yeah. got Brian on here who's thirty seven, right, mm-hmm. and he's single. I don't know if you have reimagined what thirty seven looks like, but Brian does not look like close to an old man to me. He does not look like three years away from being your dad. No, he looks like Joey Fatone no. in my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, he does. I think he well. I personally think Brian's overrated. I'm not, I'm not really getting Brian in general, but continue. I see your point. So I thought it was interesting that Rachel was like, "What is wrong with this guy? You know, he's yeah. 37." And I understand that's kind of like the social norm, but from my point of view, I'm like, "No, this guy gets it. Like he has." taken a lot of time to find himself figure out who he is and now he's starting to feel like okay i've kind of made all the mistakes that i need to make or whatever to learn who i am and now i'm ready okay i stubbed my toe on my bed and i know like for the rest of my life don't walk near that bedpost why does it take years to learn from mistakes yeah but you're still gonna stub your toe like on the corner of that chest of drawers oh right there God. and you're gonna oh stub it on, <laughs> in the oven going you know like going to the kitchen like well chris what's your story you're a good looking guy how old are you a 31 okay you're 31 you're obviously a catch you're so good looking you have an amazing job do you feel like you're not ready to settle down yet? Like you're going to wait till you're 40 to settle down? Well, I had, um, I grew up kind of with like traditional mindset that probably be married by 25, like absolutely latest I would have kids and be married by 30. And about that time of like 25, I started getting a little bit nervous because I was like under this traditional clock, right? And so there was a few years where I felt pressure just from myself and maybe not really from my family, just kind of, I guess, society that, hey, man, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you settled down yet? And then around the time uh, I was... I don't, I don't know what kind of society you're living in because the societies that I know, nobody's pressured to be married by 25 anymore. Well, my my dad was married by 24. Well, our parents were married at 22 and 25. So but that is way aged, um, outdated. Well, I totally agree with that. What I'm saying is that's kind of the world that I knew. And until I really explored and like met people who were much older than me and loving life and still planning on getting married and having a family, it kind of like turned my whole world around my expectations of what my life were. When I met 35-year-olds and 40-year-olds who had never been married and they're like, yeah, I'm still going to settle down. I'm like, no, it's too late for you. Like, you guys are almost dead. I think it's too late for them still. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're a walking corpse. I mean, as long this. as you freeze your eggs, I guess it's an unlimited amount of time. Or like, I don't it buys think you that's 10 the years? actual I, case. Yeah. But I think it buys you five years. All right. So we're evolving. I think okay. if your neck is starting to sag, don't become a mom. Oh, my God. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. Think about no, the energy seriously. level that you need to have a kid. Like, Lauren and I can't babysit and, like, stand up and, like, play, like, pretend basketball for, like, five minutes without being like, can I sit down now? <laughs> All right. As much as I hate to stop this conversation right now because it's amazing, I have to talk to you guys about Beach Body On Demand because it is making my arms tight. Oh, 
Beachbody on demand. Like your arms have been looking good. So I seriously hate my arms and (laughs) the weight. I've been doing the weight training program on it. But pretty much Beachbody on demand is this online fitness streaming service that gives you unlimited access to a wide variety of like highly effective workouts that include like yoga, weight training. They even have dance on there. Um, And it's all personalized to meet your needs. Plus, they have like nutritional content on there so they can help you out with like meals. Yeah. And it's all proven to help people achieve their health and fitness goals. Basically, if I just want to concentrate on my butt, there are programs that are that are just made for my butt. Exactly. And they're all step-by-step programs. So they're so easy to follow. They have workout calendars. Like it's literally like having a personal trainer in your phone. And they have an innovative portion control focused cooking show. And they literally just motivate you. Like, it's an entire community of people that are motivating you to be skinny, which is amazing. Um, But Beachbody On Demand is the total package. And what's so amazing is, guys, this is a brand new service, and they already have over a million members. That is really insane. That says something. The comfort of your own home is always Exactly. So you know that this shit is legit. And it's on your, you can do it on your computer, your phone, your tablet, your TV screen. Right. And our listeners, guys, take your phones out right now, can claim a free trial membership if you're an I Don't Get It podcast listener. All you have to do is text GET IT, G E T I T, no space in between, to 303030. That's GET IT to 303030. It's a simple text message, and you'll get full access to this entire platform for free. You guys do not want to miss out on this. Like, it is summer season, it's shred season. Get your body right. And yeah, it's amazing. Okay, let's get back to Chris now. So Chris, so you felt like then you suddenly found this world where everyone was just settling down later. When did that happen? Like in college or like was it like your all your guy friends weren't doing it? Like where did this epiphany come from? Yeah, some of my close guy friends, it was not even close to being on their radar that they would get married by that age. And that kind of it started making me question things. In my personal life, I've noticed that I have a lot of, you know, uncles and, you know, aunts, family members, et cetera, who got married in their early to mid 20s, had kids, did the whole thing. And now they're getting divorced in their late 40s, early 50s, and then they're remarrying. So these people had sort of followed that mindset. And now they started looking around later in their marriage for other options, you know, trying to find the, that person that they never fully developed when they were young. And now here they are at an advanced age and they've started a family and now they want a new start. They want to restart that. And this happened consistently in my personal life that I saw this over and over again. Sometimes it happened, you know, mutually with respect and other times it happened in a very dramatic way that hurt a lot of people. So I thought, okay, wait, so maybe I'm not dead by 35 and maybe I can just skip the whole first marriage and wait to the second marriage. Wait till I get older. Because these people are still creating good lives for themselves in their second marriages. And they still have love and they still feel like I have my whole life ahead of me. Well, that's well and good. But I didn't want to go through that first part. I wanted to just find out who I was um, without starting a family at that young age. Now, is this a realistic thing to think about? Well, a 100 years ago, when you were 65 and you're almost dead. You know, we, we have our retirement age at like 65, right? Well, that was a convenient age because you're close to dead at that point anyways, because you kind of work until you die. Now, our generation is expected to live on average to be about 95. What? 
Yeah. Congratulations, humanity. Sure? Yeah. That's really great. I want to die after 70. And that's no. just weird. She's one of those girls that wants to die when she starts really losing her looks. Yeah. And it's really sad. I just I think old freak age out is sad. Old, I mean, little kids with my age. No, I went to Starbucks <laughs> and there was this guy like shaking, trying to get the croissant oh, to his mouth. And I'm like, no, thank you. Uh, just oh, kill Maz, me. Don't make me Chris, think Chris, now I have you. a question for you. <laughs> um, how old were you when you signed up for The Bachelorette? So like... If you're a liar, you weren't there for the right reason. So yeah, were you there for the wrong reason? I was totally there to become an Instagram star. Well, there we go. The truth comes yeah, out. Chris is the one bachelor person I will say who has not sold any ads yeah. on his Instagram. So he's probably the real MVP here. You know what? Or be, uh, dumb. I'll, you know, to be honest, that was an interesting time in my life. Or and dumb. <laughs> I'm going to go with dumb. LOL, 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 LOL. The look that Chris and Ashley are giving each other. There was a glare. I wish you guys were here right now. It's so funny. Oh, my God. Continue. No, it was an interesting time in my life because I was sort of setting aside that old mindset. And I thought, well, I'm always open to being surprised and falling in love. Like, I want that. It just has to be at the right time. But whereas in the past I defaulted to, man, I got to hurry up um, and I guess I can deal with not getting married until later in life, it switched to, no, I, I need to take my time as much as possible. And if the right person comes along and convinces me that this is the right time, then I'll be open to okay, it. Okay. So you're open. If it, like the sparks fly, they're not going to be like, no, I want to wait until I'm older. Okay. You're that's open. what I was going to ask. Yeah, this is the age, is the age old sex in the city question. So Chris, there's an episode of sex in the city where... <laughs> The cab light on? Um, the cab light. Yeah. Oh, the cab so light is my favorite episode. Um, uh, Charlotte says, like, I, why is it never me? Like, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting, and I'm always going on dates. And, and Miranda goes, and no his one light ever, isn't on. Yeah, his light isn't on. Like, we're just waiting. And then for them... Once they turn their light on, that they're open for business. So pretty much, basically, it doesn't matter who the girl is. Whenever they turn their light on, like their cab light, and says, "Hey, I'm available," the next girl that gets in the cab is the one that they choose for life. There you go. So is the question. So the question for me is. Um, the question for you (laughs) pertaining to my life (laughs) um, is: Do you? Do you see yourself as being the guy that once your light turns on, you'll like probably end up marrying one of the, like the serious relationship you have after that? Or are you going to be a guy who just falls for the actual girl even if his light isn't on yet? I think we always want to get settled with the best person that we think we could ever get. Uh-huh. So if that girl comes before your light's on, then you take you're her. willing. I guess our question is, is like, you're saying, like you told Ashley in Mexico, like, you know, when a guy's 40, that's pretty much when he's going to settle down with a 30-year-old. So we're asking you, are you going to wait till you're 40 and then the girl that you yeah. meet when you're 40 is the one you're going to marry? Or if you meet a girl tomorrow and she gives you butterflies, are you going to go for it? Or what I've seen a lot of men do, convince themselves that she is not the one. Chad has actually yeah. confessed to me that oh. he's done this wow. and tried to forget about her because he's scared and thinks that he's still got a lot of years on him. No that way. Is, that's so encouraging yeah. to hear. That makes me feel... That's not encouraging. That makes this me is hear terrible. Okay. Let's hear Chris, answer. what do you think? Well, I think if he's scared, that means that his he hasn't reached that light 
bald moment because he feels like he doesn't know himself enough. He feels like I've, I'm still changing and I don't know how I'm going to change. I know oh. myself today, but how am I going to change in the future? And is that person still going to be happy with this type of Are you sure? Wait, that is never, really insight. No, that's a I really don't know. insightful answer. I would answer. never think like that. I would think I'm scared because I'm just scared to fall in love. Well, we're, and we think differently than that, I think. lose control of everything. So what I'm saying is you're going to arrive at a point where you have this deep confidence and that fear goes away. And I think some people have this fear, I I might never fall in love. And so they do find the next person that falls in love with them because they feel like I'm unlovable. I'll never be loved. This must be as good as it's going to get. And this is the best I am going to get. But I think that you have to push past that because people time and time again, we have so much, so many examples from our society of people who did that. And then they continued to grow and change and then they became confident and then they end up getting a divorce and say, oh, this is the new me in their mid-40s. And now all of a sudden, here we are 15 years, 16 years from uh, older than you are and now they feel young again and that they have a new lease on life and that they had this inner confidence and now they really know what they're looking for. So why not just wait a few more years on this end and avoid the messiness? That's Actually, what I'm saying. face of confusion is amazing. It's not confusion. She disagrees. She, it's, no, 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 it's her face. I think I just fundamentally disagree. I guess I just can't fathom not knowing myself well enough now. Like, I know myself so well now. Not to say that I haven't become, like, a more confident, secure person over the last couple of years. But mm-hmm. I don't think that I'm worried that I'm going to change so significantly that I no longer match with the person that I want to well be then with. maybe that brings up the age-old question who's mature like and do, is, do men take ma- longer and to yeah. everyone listening we're not generalizing all men and all women we're just saying this is what we think generally it doesn't mean that all men and women are like this we, we, but do we think or chris do you think and ashley and lauren do you guys think that guys just take longer to find out who they are and what they want i was and talking maybe about this why? on uh, ben and my podcast today and Ben was like flabbergasted at the fact that guys scientifically mature emotionally later that they're like always four years well, behind. Of course us. he was. He like was so confused by this. It's like but he's never heard that statistic ben, before. That, that's everybody knows that. That's why girls are quote supposed to date up. Um, but where was I going with this? I don't know. That's pretty much what. But you're basically, to say. I, but Ben of course is on the other side of this. He was telling me today that he's just you know not interested in dating dating. Like, he just wants to find his wife. Right. I think Ben is an anomaly. Chris, what do you think? But then you also don't want the guy that's just like, I'm looking for a wife, and then you're like, the next girl there. That's That's an interesting point that Lauren brings up. Some people just want to get married to get married. No, that's true. That was the guy that I, remember the one I lost my virginity to? It was like the next, he just 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 wanted a wife. He didn't care what her name was. She just had to be blonde and good in the kitchen. You weren't blonde. I know. That's why I'm not there. You're definitely not good in the kitchen. I know. that Again, why I'm not there. Thanks, Ashley. <laughs> well, before we continue with this conversation, I need to talk about Hubble Contacts, which I recently got for a concert because basically I can see pretty well during the day, like pretty, pretty darn well. But then the night comes and all of a sudden I can't read stop signs and I definitely can't see a concert going on. So I got Hubble Contact lenses because... They, one, are very comfortable, two, I'm not overpaying for them, and three, I'm not overwearing my contacts to save money. 
So what if I told you you could be just like me and you can get a fresh pair of contact lenses every single day for less? You can get 60 contacts for $30. Do the math, you guys. That is $1 a day for your contact lenses. That's insane. This is half the price of other brands. You really can't beat this deal. Hubble is offering our listeners two weeks of free contacts. So go to HubbleContacts.com and get 2020 vision for half the price. That is Hubble. That's H-U-B-B-L-E contacts.com. They've been featured in Vogue, GQ, TechCrunch, Mashable, really reliable sources. Hubble sells directly to you so they can offer contacts at half the price, which means that they are convenient because they get delivered right to your door and you're not overpaying or overwearing. So it's easy on the eyes and it's easy on the wallet. So go to HubbleContacts.com, plug in our code GETIT, G-E-T-I-T, and there you go. All right, let's move on. Let's get back to this topic. So where do you right. consider yourself and what is your dating life like? Do you not consider yourself mature? I've actually surprised myself with how immature I am because <laughs> I really thought that I was re- very mature. I thought I knew a lot about a lot, mm-hmm. maybe you know five years ago. Mm-hmm. And then just time and time again... I learned big lessons and that's really scared me. It's shaken my confidence. Like, wow, how many big lessons do I have left to learn? Interesting. Could you tell us your last big lesson? Please, I was just going to ask. Or any of them. But last one would Mm -hmm. be great. Also, your hair is phenomenal. Are you guys staring at this wig? Yeah, it is a nice wig. His his hair is so good because he stopped with that fade You really should start (laughs) selling hair products (laughs) on your Instagram. To the next generation of uh, bachelorette men, the whole, like, very done, like, close cut on the side and, like, the hard part, that's out. We can't have another season like that. It's flowing locks. I will say, as a former producer on The Bachelor, there was a lot of Propecia in the mansion. (laughs) Oh, really? Wait, yeah, Alopecia? Alopecia. Pal- 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 what does that mean? Is that that's, that's the pill you take pill you that takes your, your sex drive away. And your sex drive yeah. goes Who away. Is t- that's good. We'll I talk support about that all later. men no, in taking I want you to pills. have a boner if and be bald. I know. I'd rather you... Well, obviously, I'm not one to speak, but as of my person right now that I am, I'd rather you have hair. No shit. As of the last guy that I dated... As if, of the last guy that I dated, he should not have been on it because I feel like it affected his right. Wait, anyway. the last guy you dated was on it? Yes. Oh, well, guess what? I wouldn't, I wouldn't want the guy to get a boner because I wouldn't want to bang him if he was bald. He, the last guy I dated you wasn't bald. A he had a full I head would of not hair. Get a lady it's boner. preventative. Yeah, preventative. I think they should all do it. Okay. I love it. Okay, okay so sorry. Chris, what's Moving your on. dating life like? No, 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 no. We have to hear about Oh yeah, oh, what big was your life last moment. Big thing? Life and then moment. I want to know what your dating life is like now. <clears throat> well, I you know, a few uh, th- there was a time a few years ago where I dated my first crazy girl. I had never dated a crazy girl before, but this Why do you say my first crazy girl like I, there's a bunch out there? I, because <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm saying that it was it was rare. It's not something that I ever ran into before. You say first as if there's been multiples. No, there hasn't because okay. that that person taught me such a big lesson that I know the signs now. I think I do. Wait, Maybe there's another one coming. Is there anyone coming. at this table that's a crazy girl? No, no, no. Definitely not. This no, <laughs> he this person thinks that I was totally screwed and that like a lot of my dimension it wasn't shit on the show. Okay, keep going, Chris. Yeah, I think that Ashley is way more well-adjusted than people Thank think you. that she is. Thanks. Like, but what a that's another. That's a whole podcast right there. <laughs> what a compliment. Um, Next week, so on the I don't get it. And podcast. then I also I I dated a girl that was like one of those on paper people that's mm. perfect, right? And like I imagined this person in my mind, like for years, like oh, if I could have this and like this, and then I dated this person, 
and there was something missing that I never even thought of. That is so interesting. Which was what? The X Factor. Oh, the X Factor. The Zaza Zoo, if you're talking about <laughs> Sex in the City. Epi- season three, episode five. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, Chris is on And, and it's funny because that, that, sa- that used to sound to me like something that people would say that's just kind of stupid and made up and it may be a lame excuse, but now I totally am on board with that. Right. The X Factor. Mm-hmm. And I think there's just a, you have to connect with them on their energy level. Like you have to have linked passion or something like oh, that. You know I what I'm saying? Agree yeah, it's that, weird. Absolutely. It's like you literally sit down. I really, I don't believe in love first sight, but I believe in like connection at first meet. Yeah. Like yeah. it's literally mm-hmm. like boom or not there. Oh, I mean, yeah. we all know we've talked about this a zillion times. Yeah. You need the spark. I need, I need that. The, like, I think we all that do. Hype feeling. Uh, Lauren, Lauren doesn't. It could grow. Lauren's a person that <laughs> I am a unique person. <laughs> she has very unique circumstances. But wait, I want to go back to the crazy girl thing. Yeah. What was your first sign of the crazy girl? Yeah. What are signs of being a crazy girl even um everything was my fault oh um and she got a boyfriend maybe i should do this uh she was suspicious of me even when i hung out with my guy friends even if it like she already knew them um like suspicious that you were cheating it was like a a level of possessiveness to the degree that she was even jealous when I hung out with my guy friends and there was no threat or chance of Lauren, other Lauren, you've dated some women. people who have been crazy boys. Yeah, I've had crazy boys. By the That's same criteria. Um, sorry, what was I saying? Uh, it was a question about... Oh, wait, so you actually dated this girl. Like, it was an dated, exclusive dated. relationship. Yeah, for like for how long? four months. Oh, okay. okay. So you definitely got to know her. And I mean, I found myself apologizing and apologizing. And it got to the point where I realized, wait, there is nothing for me to be sorry for mm-hmm. but was like, the x I've factor there done nothing wrong you know there was there was an x factor there i think that's really on paper it wasn't so much right that's why you hold on you and that both. makes there. you blind to it right so it has to be both I, I and i think agree. that there are people who get who don't know that and they get wrapped up in the x factor and they blind themselves and they get married especially if they're in a certain phase of life and then they deal with all these issues that come out and they deal with them over years and or they don't deal with them and then years and years later they come out and then bad stuff happens. So that's interesting. It is interesting. So my question But like I don't know. I'm sorry. I feel okay. like is that's a huge lesson? Is that like you but I guess your lesson here is that you really need to get to know somebody deeply and that you need to have it on both paper and the X factor. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what you learned here. In this yeah. Episode. That's in exactly. the warning signs and that's of what a crazy girlfriend. Right. And that he needs, so do you feel like you have a lot of time for more life lessons? Like, or do you, when do you think you're going to be like completely Chris Strandberg? Well, going back to my, <laughs> going back question. to my earlier point about lifespan. Oh, so when you picture an 80 year old, you think of somebody who probably doesn't get out much, who doesn't look like how you want to look. But you got to realize with medicine advancing, the fact that our nutrition is so good, the fact that our life is just much easier our than nutrition has good ever been. Because I'm concerned you have my... the ability to be, you live in to Los Angeles, healthily. Ashley. So the street signs are organic. So I should Ashley be looks amazing in person, guys, just so you know. So what does that mean? So what it means is <laughs> what's, what's happening is we're aging much slower. We don't have the, the diseases that our bodies have to fight off on a and regular we basis. we have Botox. And we have Botox. 
And I'm telling you guys, this is another level from, from this podcast, but what's going to happen in medicine over the next 10 to 15 years is going to make us very young for very long. Oh. So the question, my question is, <laughs> do you, guys like do you really want yeah. to be married to the same person for 70 years? Because God forbid you pick somebody at 30 and then you live to 100 and you're like, all right, I've had enough. So what if you waited until 50 and you're still very vibrant for a solid 45 Wait, years with that person? did you say 50? Do you know how scrunched my forehead is for it's a so Botox forehead guys. right now? Because you're thinking? You don't know if you no, want to be married? because I'm like, I don't know where this is going. Well, I don't like I it. I mean, it's Chris. It's his opinion. Yeah, I know. It's all. His I opinion. totally understand your opinion. Yeah, and I get it. This doesn't not, not make sense. It's just terrifying. It, and I'm using a bit, Absolutely, I'm using yes. kind of a, a, a crazy example. Yeah. But just think about it. I mean, really, that's not absolutely insane if you spend 50 years with somebody if you were active and you had your you know wits about you right so we're not dying in old we're not old at 40 and dying at 65 anymore achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking what's your secret Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Another thing, which is a huge problem, I think, that we're going to have to face, uh, you know, are the millennial, the millennials. <laughs> no, no, that's not a problem. Okay. I, I really think mean? that that's, we've, like you've seen with Caitlin and Whitney, right? Mm-hmm. They're freezing their eggs. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the first step to that is mm-hmm. increased fertility for, for women. It's I think that's going to- It's not the gonna, best to carry in it's your gonna 40s continue either, though. To, it's going to continue to improve. I think the big- uh, It's so artificial. God didn't intend this. God made you can, all the, you, the materials to be able to do that. Well, then why can't God say, I bless you all with being <laughs> fertile until you're 50 <laughs> without uh-huh. science? Um, that's definitely another podcast, too. Yeah, that's- <laughs> <laughs> On the Is religious channel. <laughs> no, but seriously, isn't it crazy that we can continue to live further, but that that fertility span isn't getting longer? I agree. And I think a little bit too our argument i think that's why men are able to put it off longer right now right right because we don't have there's an emotional biological clock Mm -hmm. and then there's a like physical biological clock so women and men may have similar emotional biological clocks but women have the physical biological Mm -hmm, clock that's much harder Mm -hmm. to push back right now so that segues into my next question and your answer could very well be that's not my problem naz but what (laughs) happens to all of us women then that are you know I'm 27, like Ashley's getting up there in the 30s. No, I'm 29. She's, she's 29. She's in her 30s soon. So uh, do soon we, as in March. Do we just <laughs> do we just miss the boat then? That's what I'm guys, saying. Because the guys, the guys, guys date older guys. You're dating older guys. I know, but the guy he's saying that the guys that I'm dating that it hasn't worked out with that were like 36, 37, that they're going to wait till they're 40 and marry like. A thirty-year-old. Oh, well, I'm just saying that there's that. a generation. There's, there's a screwed-over generation <laughs> so in this craziness. There's a screwed-over generation, and that would be millennial girls because the forty-year-olds that you're referring to have already. They're already probably married. They're done. And then the guys below us, and the guys of our age, and the guys in their middle, their middle thirties. They're all like middle, 30s. middle, mid thirties. They're all apparently not interested. So help us. So. 
you that's don't not my problem. You, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not your problem, and that's the sad part about it. But I'll let you answer. That's not my answer. Um, there are going to be some women who are going to marry men who have been married before, mm-hmm. and maybe that's okay for them because maybe they actually have the quality in, in the person that wouldn't have been there the All first right. go around. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that you have to like date. 10 years above, but I'm saying that your odds are going to be better. You can find a guy who's like a tanner who is there, but it's, it's more rare. And I'm such a gem, just like, Jay. somebody should want to wipe me up. You are. You just haven't found your tanner yet. <laughs> but also, you got to go to the Midwest. What you're yeah. saying, which is making me think of Evan, like look at Carly. Carly inherit, in a way has inherited kids that aren't mm-hmm. hers. Oh, absolutely. Evan person. is a prime example and it, of And this. it does work out for people. Evan's 34. He's by but no he stretch. Right. But I'm just old. using the example of right. someone who's, you know, kind of right. lived their life with another woman previously. Yeah. Evan and now, started really early. Like he right. met his first wife at like 19. So 20, should we just right? move to Nashville? Is mm-hmm. your place in Nashville still open? Should we just switch? <laughs> Guys, Nashville is the happiest place on earth, especially oh. for Bachelor Nation. Like, <laughs> well, we should Lee, all just move Lee out there. Lee lives there now, so I don't know how. Who does? Yeah, Lee. Everybody's moving out now. Oh, oh my God. God. Get out of there. We're coming to LA. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to talk about social media. Okay. Because well, I, think this, I think this is the worst part about oh, what's yeah. changing. So Absolutely. And, and let me just... I'm not a good storyteller, but let me try to paint a picture, okay? So you, you know, a hundred years ago, like cities and travel were so different and we didn't have TV. We didn't, we didn't know like who was in the next state. We had kind of these small communities and you know, the neighbor girl, if she was like pretty cute, like that's the cutest girl I've ever seen. That's not related to me. So that's great. So (laughs) that's where the term probably came from. Yeah, and exactly. And in that person's mind, well, shoot, I'm, you know, 18 now. I'm going to die at 65. I've got this pretty cute girl. She seems to like me. Um, I've never seen a cuter girl in my <laughs> life. I think this is the best I'm ever going to get. Let's lock oh. it down. And that made sense. Instagram. You see it all. Horrible. You see all those beauties out you there. You have every yeah. option in yeah. the entire world available to you. Well, available to you, and you also in your own see mind. In your own mind. And not reality. Right. You not also at all. see their Photoshop bodies all the time. So you think, like, I'm going to get my own fo- Photoshop right. body. And then you see all these girls, like, oh, wait, they have dimples. And it's like, yeah, that's what you're going to get. And talking, we've talked about this before on the podcast, obviously, but I'm glad you're bringing it up because obviously dating apps, you're just swiping. So now that we have you, a male perspective sitting here, do you, do guys actually think like oh I can find a better girl tomorrow like do you, do you think second dates are becoming less and less frequent because I feel like a couple of years ago I would go on a lot of second dates and I find myself more going on a lot of just first dates and mm-hmm. that's really weird to me yeah exactly. because I'm fucking a gem too yeah I, know. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean when was I, the last time you took a girl on a second date I um. That's a good question. I took a girl on a second date um, close to... I took... I've, I've gone on two second dates in the last five months. But I also knew at the time that I was moving to LA and I told, you know, these girls about that. So I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. if it's like incredible chemistry, yeah. then, mm-hmm. you know, but if not, then... Mm-hmm. So, um, but in LA, I've had no first dates, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but what I'll say... What? What are you laughing Nothing. at? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Just the elephant in the room. Keep going. Um, at least I'm honest about it. <laughs> what the fuck was that? What? <laughs> that uh, was said with attitude. <laughs> Continue. 
no, I'm not afraid to admit that. I mean, I've, I'm starting a dental practice here and lots of changes and shoot, um, quality matters. So I, I mean, I definitely want to be intentional about the people that I date. Back to your point, I think that there's probably a delusion in guys that, yeah, they think that they're going to get maybe better and maybe that's why you haven't had a lot of second dates. Um, there's a lot of pressure and intention happening right now because of social media and the dating world, I think. It's going to get better. It always does. This is a new thing. Like we're not really sure what to deal with it, what to do with it, but people are going to get sick of it and Mm -hmm. kind of adjust. I promise you. They're going to crave intimacy. I kind of of agree with that. Do you think that? I hope so. Yeah, I'm just having this conversation over and over again with people and I feel like it's really getting to people that they're not really communicating with anyone. I feel like everybody agrees with that and everybody wants to change it, but it's just a matter of actually changing. But But as long as they're acknowledging the the fact that it's a problem. It's a step in the right direction. Yeah, I literally was driving the other day and I thought about opening like a salon or something where they take your phone away and like people have to talk to each other. And I bet you, and I literally thought to myself that people would actually want to do this. Probably. Because people Mm. always say, I love when I don't have my phone. Yeah. That was like when we went to the wedding. I wanted them to but take But don't you get away. so much more stressed out when you receive your phone back and have to deal with everything all that on there? I do get anxiety, but more, more because I'm OCD and I hate the numbers. Oh, okay. Well, that's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you hate <laughs> the numbers problem. on what? Like how like, many texts and calls. Yeah, and yeah I don't like that either. Emails. Yeah. I like to keep up, but... For, for people who, you know... Let me, the best, one of the best parts about being in the Bachelor world is being completely connected to the people that you're with and not having your mind elsewhere. Oh, absolutely. It's, yes. it's amazing. It's Spoke literally so a, highly of this. It's a better way to meet someone these days oh, yeah, than it really is on is. a dating app because you walk out of a limo, you don't know who they are, what their name is, where they're from, how much money they make. This conversation is literally riveting, but before we continue with it, we need to take a moment for our sponsor, FabFitFun. You've seen all the Bachelor girls loving on FabFitFun, and it's not just a sponsored thing. It's because we actually really enjoyed these boxes. Ask anyone. Ask Carly. Ask Jade. It's a seasonal box, so you get four each year, and it comes with full-size products, and the box itself is usually worth about $200, but you can get it for $39.99 when you use our code get it that is a $10 off code and it is get it it's g e t i t it's one word and then all you have to do is go to fabfitfun.com and you can get this amazing deal you guys it's such a deal and you will always find things in the box that you're going to use basically for the rest of your life so last season spring season there was an exfoliant I was obs- I was obsessed with it. It completely um, replaced the other exfoliant I've been using for over a year. And there was a sunscreen you loved. And too, now right? this this summer box is the sunscreen, and you guys, it's silky. And I know this sounds crazy, but most sunscreen like it'll turn my skin purple or like blue <laughs> and lauren knows this yeah like there have been times where i've gone so out weird. and like think i'm looking like okay without makeup and, and, and then you I look like home. edward scissorhands when you get the makeover <laughs> like so i found this amazing sunscreen in the new fabfitfun box and it doesn't turn my face any color except just porcelain soft it's crazy so Go to fabfitfun.com, use our $10 off code, get it, G-E-T-I-T, and you can be just like your favorite bachelor girl. So what is your dating life like in LA now? You haven't been on a date with anyone. 
You know, L.A. is so different than Nashville. Nashville, there's like one spot for this, one spot for that. And so if you want to meet a certain type of person, there's like one spot, right? right? So it's kind of easy to understand. And you can meet everybody in the city in the course of, you know, a few years. You have your social network there. Right. Um, L.A. is very transient. It's huge. And there's so many different um, like subcultures. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know where to begin. Right. I mean, it's really overwhelming. And, you know, I've heard everybody has, you know, certain opinions about the people in L.A. And the reality is there's all types of people here. And that's what makes it awesome. Um, But I guarantee that I'm going to learn new things by dating in a totally different city with people who have, um, you know, different expectations of their life, I think, than what I encountered in Nashville up to this point. With someone who has the mentality that I'm going to, like, put this off for a while, um, is there really any intention of seeking out a girlfriend and even going on first dates? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm not going to learn more stuff about myself and these things that I'm alluding to. I'm not going to learn until I get intimate with somebody else, until I really get to know somebody else. I haven't had a long-term relationship in a few years. The longest-term relationship I've had in the last... Uh, five years was only about eight months. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's not that long because I've had two two-year relationships before too and you just learn so much there. Right. Um, I'm not, if I find somebody where I really feel like, wow, there's so much substance here, the way I'm looking at it is this could be an awesome connection with somebody, but I don't have fear that if this doesn't work out that that's a big problem for me. That because must be I, nice. I have I have such a later I have such a later goal and I know that on the other side of it most likely I'm going to take away some good lessons that help me the next time around. I feel like that's fair to the girl though. I feel like that's the disconnect, right? Yeah. Actually yeah. it's like she cuz thinks- we go in like, "Oh my god, I could be married to this guy." He is and literally over trying to learn lessons. And, he, <laughs> and you're, just, you're just a chapter in a textbook. Yeah. Homegirl, keep it moving. I think he's having a realization right now. I think it's easy to jump to those conclusions. What the science tells us is that men actually fall in love faster than women do. That is true. Mm-hmm. So if you're, I think, let me be really careful. Just <laughs> say it, Chris. I'm a big girl. Don't use that as an excuse. Right. Like, oh, it's just men in general these days. No, it just wasn't the one for you. Right. That's true. Yeah. That's all. I, don't think like, oh, you know, Cupcake's out there. He's just uh, like, this mark, you know, just checking, checking boxes and he just wants to go through as many as he can. That's not like that's superficial and that's not what I'm looking for. What I'm just saying is it's a totally different mindset. It's one of inner peace that there's no pressure here. If it if I'm completely wowed yeah. and I arrive at that light bulb moment, then that's amazing. But I'm not going to put, I think it's better because I'm going to be very, I, I have been very upfront with any girl that, which you is know, amazing. I've, I've, I've talked to about this stuff. I'm not uh-huh. afraid at all. Yeah. And I feel like they feel relief. Oh, for sure. Like, oh, oh there's yeah. no 100%. weird pressure. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, no, you're absolutely right. When it comes so, to it, it's all about the honesty factor. Because, like, please don't say bullshit. Like, don't say, like, you know, if we're a couple someday soon, or like, let's, or I can't wait to see you then, and I want you to meet my family, and blah, blah, blah. Then the girl has these expectations that she builds up. 
And if you don't mean it in the moment, don't say anything it's gonna make you that feel good. she can think about in hindsight. Yeah, it's going to make you feel good for like the 10 minutes when he's saying it. But when he doesn't follow through, it's going to hurt right. a billion and that, times worse. Right. And I think we nailed it. Like Chris is right. Like everyone's just looking for the X factor. It's not men these days or women these days. It's yeah. just finding the X factor. But Ashley's right, too, in the sense where I feel like women are just not and men like aren't meeting expectations. I agree. But my question to you, Chris, is do you feel like your group of guy friends has any effect on where you are with your life? Because my friend has a boyfriend who she's been dating for a couple of years now. And he like never thought about like, you know, she was so annoyed. She's like, we need to start talking about marriage or whatever. Mm-hmm. And his fr- his best friend just proposed. And then suddenly, uh. like, the light got, like, lit under his ass. And he was like, oh, we need to start talking about marriage. So how much does your group of guy friends affect, like, when you want to settle down and when you want to commit? It affects you a lot. Totally. It totally does. The people who are your friends probably affect how you think more than you affect how you think, you know, in a, in a lot of ways. And people have to be aware of that. Um, so you have to choose who you hang out with carefully. So I've kind of looked and you know we've had discussions me and my friends have had discussions about this stuff and i've revisited kind of this philosophy because i don't want to miss the boat you know but time and time again it just makes sense to me and the reality is a lot of my friends who have been married already not saying anything specifically to any one of them but just statistically it shows that a good number of their marriages are not going to work out that's, I mean, he's and that not freaks lying. Me out. That, he's not lying. And I think that's what freaks guys out because that's what my big told me. Mm. He's like, I could settle down right now, but I have a bunch of friends that are married. And he's like, and it hasn't worked out and they're not happy. So, like, I don't want to do that. Do you think loca- location says a lot about when you'll get married too? Yeah, Nashville, people will probably get married sooner. Yeah, no question. Yeah. And that goes back. Um, to who your friends are and, you know, kind of like the expectations of those social groups. And there is kind of a, um, a contagious effect to proposals, I think. Oh, what do you mean by that? I, I mean, I, because friend, you know, friend groups are tight. One friend will be the bold one that leads the way mm-hmm. and then it'll at least get the others thinking about it. That's and I think so it starts crazy. and I, 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 I'm trying not to be like all knowing in this because I'm, <laughs> no, I'm very no, wrong all the time. No, listen, back, but I just think none listen. of this is factual. It's just, well, some of it uh, yeah. is. That's on well, your tablet. Excuse but, me. I've got my. <laughs> but it's all like just our point of views and life yeah. experiences. Everyone knows that. I, th- I think it, we have to be really aware of how much our friends affect us because it's those little seeds that are planted that we don't realize we're there. And we start comparing ourselves to our friends, and it's like, man, my best friend got married two years ago and I'm still not married. All of a sudden that's the reference point. Mm -hmm. Whereas if none of your best friends are married and none of them want to get married for several years, then you're never thinking, wow, I'm behind. Which is a great lesson. Like to look at the guy or girl's friends. That is, that's, that is a good point. But I think like our reference point, I mean, our, as in me and Lauren and then Naz individually. (laughs) No, it's like our moms and dads got married in their mid to early twenties. And And then they're still still in such a happy marriage. 30 something. Yeah. I never think about divorces because I've never been around. And what's interesting is between me and Lauren, 
we don't even have divorce in our family. Yeah. None. Bubby was divorced. Bubby, our grandmother was divorced before. <laughs> None. Bubby was divorced. Yeah. <laughs> that was Bubby, so was, Bubby was divorced prior to meeting our grandfather yeah. and the father of our father. Right. So, so. it's like, so we a, didn't, it's such yeah. a foreign concept to you guys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. No, that makes sense. And that's so great. Yeah. And, but it's also like shitty too. Yeah. In a way, to have too much good, right? What's because also, then you go out in the real world and you're like, oh, man. Yeah. You're just um, going to have to be careful about having the right expectation for you. Maybe it was because of like, the socioeconomic area that we lived in. But like our friends' parents are all together, too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm just not surrounded by it at all, even though statistically they're the country. That doesn't, is not a good representation. Maybe, you know, ask... <laughs> Maybe ask, we like, live in Pleasantville. <laughs> ask your dad... Um, how old was he when he got his his first job? And when did he start dating? And asks try to understand like how mature of a young man he was. And that might help you compare how mature is this 30-year-old that still seems like a kid. Exactly. That was that like 13. So and, well, dad started dating when he got out of high school because yeah. he was yeah, my a dad was a My dad entered the Air Force at 18. He was yeah. in four branches of the military. Mm-hmm. Like he was like yeah. He was a man yeah. at like 17. Yep. So that is, that's so true. And that will age you yeah. going and really facing the real world. Right. I mean, the age of, you know, men and women, but young men moving out for the first time is steadily rising, you know. And in Europe, from what I understand, it's not uncommon to be 30 years old and living with your parents. And, you know, Europe right. is traditionally like a few years ahead of us culturally. Right. We can yeah. kind of look at them. And so it's like, okay. So maybe 30 is the new 18. Not saying that that's what it is, but think about it. But if, like, it I would love to definitely a couple of years. Well, that's Dumb. Lauren's life. Yeah, that's her trajectory. But like when, <laughs> when did a man have to go out, face the real world, and, you know, you'd not never, be taken care of? Yeah, you'd never move back after college back in our parents' days. Well, maybe war isn't so bad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I hope, tomorrow. I hope yeah. everyone knows I'm sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. so like, I'm kidding. Totally. Kind of. Well, man, I think we covered so much ground. Chris, you are amazing. Really entertaining. I didn't even realize that we were doing that for 44 minutes. Well, oh, wow, really? It's not yeah. that hard to look at, you yeah. know? You, Chris, <laughs> you were amazing. Do you have terrific. anything else you'd like to add before we, we leave? You know... I think this would be a cool conversation to continue with other people. I Maybe think get so. some other male perspectives. Some somebody might totally put me to shame in terms, but I really feel like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you seem like you do. So, well, we're going to call Tanner, so we're going to no, see what so he I says. No, so I was thinking yeah. that maybe we can make this a series and we can call Tanner next week. Okay. Yeah. What do you think about that? And then we'll call Ben. Really? Yeah. Like, I guess my my kind of mm. closing and then we'll call someone that's di- never been do on the show. Do you have any divorce friends? <laughs> um a couple oh. things <laughs> to close, hopefully on a higher note. Okay. Since the 1980s, divorce rates have been dropping. As in they've been getting better. Yes. It's been getting better. People have not been getting divorced as so much. So it's no longer 50% of the country gets no. divorced? That's a huge wives' tale because in the yeah. people place. are getting married older. No, no. The actual statistic is if you are, if you are 25 and older and college educated when you get married your success rate is so much higher it's those it's the that's other, true it's the other right. ones that pull the rate down that makes sense but, but the, is it still 50 50 though no it's not what it's is less it? um 
That's one statistic I don't have here. Let me get back oh, to you. Oh, not but, on the tablet today. But it's getting better across the board. Mm-hmm. And the, the other thing I'll say is I know it's frustrating out there for you guys mm-hmm. because you have these boys that you're dating who should be men. Mm-hmm. But hopefully I can give a little bit of insight into where we're coming from and how many of us haven't had, and I include myself in that, haven't had a chance to become men yet. And uh, we're maturing at a slower rate in a lot of ways. I love this podcast. I, I feel like right. I do, but I think that I you're a man. It's just because you have a job and you're tall. <laughs> what? Yeah, what, <laughs> makes you, what makes you feel boy man now? Propecia. <clears throat> what makes me feel that way? Yeah. Not full man yet. Well, he said he has a lot of life lessons to learn still. That's my perspective on it. Okay. Is and there think- anything tangible that you don't have? Yeah. Like aside from the life lesson, do you need to have a yacht? Do you need to have like your own penthouse? Is there a certain car that you want to drive before the wife shows up? That's a perfect question, Naz. That's exactly what we've been missing from this podcast is how much does the career play into you settling down? For me, I'll definitely say that it's a significant part but you're such a good dentist like (laughs) thank you i i i've heard a lot about um husband and wife teams kind of growing building their lives together bay and jay that's beyonce jay-z of course audrey jay yeah that's how you're talking about our parents (laughs) that's awesome um of course that's what i want but and maybe it's just me that i'm sort of OCD, but I have so many intrigues and passions and things that I want to discover. Like, I don't even know, yes, I'm a dentist, but what am I going to make of that? And not being settled down also allows me some flexibility to figure that out. And so then I can say, I'm ready for you. You know, when that person comes along. If you want to build houses in Cambodia, you can just go. Mm -hmm. And I will say that the the internet and social media has influenced me because I'm seeing what other people just in general out there are doing with their lives. And I say, hey, that's interesting to me. Maybe I can do that too. And so it's kind of, it's good and bad. I think you just have to be aware of what's going on. And then you have to be, like try not to get sucked into any extreme mm-hmm. that's good i like that because i feel like we're in this age now which i love where people have multiple careers mm-hmm. like you know my mom's always like you can't leave this job you know like you got and i'm like mom no one works at like the coffee shop for like 30 years anymore like no, no one's ma- no one's making shoes for 20 years anymore like i leave jobs every two years actually and i think it's awesome that you can like reinvent yourself however if you're in that mindset it's like when is the end all be all because you can change your career forever you could Great point. you could be a cafeteria woman when you're 80 like that could be my last career that would be cute yeah, that would a, be cute i don't like hair i think so. you'd be great at that thanks and unfortunately, I have to go back to that light bulb thing, to that little bit of intangible. I think I'm much closer than I've you know, ever been, for sure. I see the progress that I've made when I look back, and I know so much more about myself. I don't feel like this is going to be like a forever thing. Mm-hmm. When you're in the moment, like talking to me now, it seems like this is never going to happen. But if it happens at 35 and I've got a bunch of kids at 37, you're like, no, nah, Chris made it. He was just a few years behind. You know, yeah. so... 
in the moment it's it's frustrating and it seems like it might never happen it might never happen but i'm just saying you got to just look at it maybe from a different timeline and know that things are still falling into place normally that's it there's a there's there, a men timeline and a woman we're gonna line. stop right there because you ended on such a profound note and yes somewhere in the middle i think the the female and the male will catch up to each other those timelines you guys are going to be fine, I promise. Well, Chris, thank you for joining us. This was so enlightening. I loved it. Thanks for having me, guys. Anytime. You're terrific. so profound. Let's do it yes. again. Thank Very you. insightful. Bye. Bye. Podcast. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.